I'm going to be the first one. I'm going to be. I'm going to be the first one to talk on this episode, Joe. Ah, fine. I am the one who talks. Well, how's it going? It's not so easy, is it? (laughs) I see you wore your festive winter wonder sewed sweater. I wore this to a Christmas party the other night. And my first, I was told that I looked like Neil, the stepdad from the Santa Claus movie. Well, okay. I mean, you don't look like him, but the sweater is his vibes. The sweater and the hair. Okay, sure. But is, does he have dark hair? I thought he had lighter hair. But he's got like the '90s Mick yeah. mullet that yeah. all that all that all like nice stepdads had. Boy, everybody, every single actor in that movie is a stand-up person. Yeah, they're all great, and there's not a segment I have planned that will highlight just how horrible one of those people is. What an insane Kowinky Dink. Remember when Kowinky Dink was a thing people said? <laughs> no, because I'm straight <laughs> as a fucking arrow, and I've never been around a queer saying like that. What I th- I feel like Kowinky Dink was like Gen Xer's Merp. <laughs> if I ever met a person who said Merp to me, I murked them. Can you legally say that? Yeah. I hired a mercenary. <laughs> a mercenary? A mercenary. Yeah. I've never been merped. Well, everybody, Joe, someday you'll find someone very special. And you and them will decide to merp each other. Okay. Can we merp under the merpsel toe? <laughs> oh, you guys were under the merpsel toe. That's a classic winter wonder so tradition. Uh, the merpsel toe. Now you guys have to merp. Oh, man. Merp. <laughs> oh, merp. I love mistletoe. What a great way. What a great societal forcing of physical intimacy. Mistletoe. Yeah. And boy, it's this falls under the this falls under the category of quicksand. I really thought every Christmas I'd have to be dodging mistletoe. Truly thought that it was going to be at all the parties. It was going to. But I've you know where I've seen mistletoe? Where? In the tops of tall trees, strangling them. Where that is where mistletoe is in the w- real world, not at parties. It's it's mm. a parasitic plant. Um, Christian and Eric always put one up as decoration in archway, and it makes for great photo ops. Don't get me wrong. And I've gotten like a lot of smooches under there. You so honestly, you know what? That mistletoe. <laughs> I like mistletoes. The thing is, if you wear leggings too tight, it gives you a little bit of a mistletoe as well. Mm, I hate it when my full bush is exposed. Speaking of full Joe, bush. do we have do you do the work? Do we have any reviews ready? <laughs> yeah. First of all, welcome to the Winter Wonder Sode. The Jingle best one in the bells world is the song that you'd like to hear. Um, yeah. So this is the first ever Winter Wonder Sode. Which is great, and it is a real tradition that we've established today. And I do mm-hmm. have the annual reading of uh, of a review that we have forever <laughs> and ever. Amen. This, <laughs> the title of this five star review, is redacted, and it's from oh. Salia 
Mintague. I hope Great. I said your name right, and I hope it's not a slur. <laughs> I'm non-binary and pansexual, so I'm bad at making decisions. The one decision <laughs> that I can make is to tune into this show every week. Also, made the decision to become a bonehead. Fridge Pod. Oh, thank uh, Fridge Pod. Helping make decisions since 2022. Hey, I mean, it, it takes a decision to to identify as pansexual and non-binary. Don't sell yourself short, Celia. Don't seal your... Selener. You do have to keep an eye out for Celia. That Switch is very true. Out wiener, I've heard. Celia, well, it's a great time in Twitch chat, Celia. Always is. Always well, has been, always will. Well, Celia, thank you for redacted, redacted, redacted. <laughs> hey. Boy, I am going to edit that to make you look so redacted. Oh, man. That would make me. And then I. Then I redacted a redacted straight up my redacted into my ass. Merp. Merp. Hey. Put in a put in a put in a sound cutting to a week ago when we spun the winter wonder showed wheel of presence. Okay. I wonder what theme of present Josh will have to get me fun, fun kitchen, kitchen. <laughs> okay i'm gonna have fun with that one okay and let's see what i'm getting josh damn Outdoors. it you have to get it can why we, is that a damn it can we recon back to marine biology <laughs> and wow remember when that happened that was yep. great <laughs> It was great. Best best winter wonder sewed wheel spinning I've ever been a part of. I'm hoping that next year when we do it, I can figure out how to put better colors on the winter wonder sewed wheel. <laughs> Honestly, we we didn't we forgot to mention this. You know, Christmas, you get like the red and green. Uh Hanukkah, you get like the blue and white. Um winter wonder sewed is dark green, middle green, and light green. And that's the, that's the <laughs> Well, listen, we have we've never got each other Christmas presents, and that's great because we're not celebrating Christmas together. We're celebrating Winter Wonder Show together. And if you recall, listeners, last week we we set a goal to get the best amount of presents for thirty dollars. Wait, the best amount? That's what I said. You can check the tapes. Oh, Joseph, that's what I got. I said best amount. But not I, the most amount. Because Josh want Josh thinks you can buy sand by the by the grit, and you just can't. You just can't so, buy sand by the grain. So what we did, we shipped them to each other. Now I've got two packages from you, uh, and I and I got sent one to you. I texted you right afterwards, and I was really stressing out because I was like, "Did you go over?" Because mine was thirty dollars and thirty six cents. Is that okay? And you were like, oh, yeah, mine was $38. $36. You went so far over. If I could have had a $6 fucking margin, Joe, come on. So everybody take it with a with one grain of salt, not an indeterminate amount, amount of salt. You count them by the grain that Joe got an extra $6 on his. Okay. T- to be fair, everything I purchased 
added up to around $30 on the dot, but then taxes. See, but mine almost got to 30 with taxes. Well, so looks I- like one of us is willing to <laughs> splurge a little more on the other. One of us is a rules follower. And one of and us, one break, of us can't. Hey, I make the rules. I break the rules, baby. One of us can't make decisions. Okay, so here's what I think we should do. There's, I don't know how many. I know for a fact that there's three things in this bag I'm holding. I don't know what's in it. There, there's more than three. And there's if more you say than three? Yeah. Okay. Well, it so feels- Joe, just open up yours. I bought Joe Fun Kitchen. Yes. The theme that the wheel landed on was Fun Kitchen. Okay. I'm going to pull out. The- okay. Th- oh, boy. This is a chef hat with apron gag gift cooking. So that's two items. That's two. You're right. That's two items. <laughs> Got the chef's hat here. Go ahead and. And now we're both wearing hats. Now we're both wearing. Oh, good. It's. Okay. Do you have a little red on your head? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I look. You watch me put a hat on, and then you go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> From now on, this is not Joe podcasting. This is the little rat that lives underneath Joe's hat podcasting. Thank you, Potatooey. <laughs> oh, hold on. There's so much hair. There <laughs> have we you go. Ever, have you ever put a hat on, Joe? <laughs> no, I haven't. And the apron. Oh, oh, it's a, oh yeah. It's a sexy body. It's my body. It's my real body. <laughs> That's right. I, I remember when I asked you to take a pic in your speedo for reference. Yeah. I had it blown up and put on an on an apron. Oh yeah, my sexual body. Now, Joe, I, dare I say it? I feel like this podcast is finally cooking. I think this podcast is cooking, and I hope everyone likes my sexual body that is <laughs> only for the making of love to a beautiful human being in their orifice. <laughs> I so feel that's very two. good. That's two. I'm reaching back in. I've grabbed. And I hope they give you. I hope they give you actual. Because I'm a very practical gift giver. I wanted to actually get things that practically you would use. Okay. So I feel like you could use both of those things. I th- for real. I mean, I don't know. Hey, I didn't realize that there's a huge bulge of a penis on this one. Mm-hmm. I noticed because it almost looks like there's pubes coming out of the crotch. Just balls. Just a shadow of balls. <laughs> In the shadow of the balls. A, a classic Winter Wonder Soap song. <laughs> We've got a 50 pack. Oh my God, a 50 pack. That's right. That's 50 I've items. So out of focus because of my it big penis. <laughs> it said, hang on, let me try to get the shadow of the balls in. Wow. Play. 50 pack of emoji yellow face icon magnets. So that so that's 52 items total currently. Everybody keeping score at home, that's 52. Oh, wow. And they are they do appear to all be different faces. Holy that was boy. that was the um that was the ace of my package sending. That was the most expensive one. That was $15, believe it or not. Wow. That was half the budget. Well, I can't wait to put these all over my fridge and um not not look weird at all. <laughs> it's fun, Joe. It is fun. And you the get final to put- present. 
These are great. This is actually great. It's rainbow, I don't remember what it is. Rainbow fraction measuring spoons. Yeah. Gonna, I'm going to use these often. Look at how fun those are. And how many are in there, Joe? Oh, man. Four. Yeah. And so that is 56 items. I got to say. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and it's not like it's not like a, a cocktail umbrella because. No. Each one of those emoji magnets is individual in their use. If I see one of these that are that double, there's not. <laughs> I upgraded. There was there was I could have paid uh, $9 for 20 for 20 of them. And I said, no, I got to work the $15 50 pack in because I know Joe has 50 different emotions. And one of them is green face puke emoji. And one of them is crying laughing emoji. And, and one, one of them th- is, oh, don't come in my mouth. <laughs> So you know when you get like when you get like wedding invites from people, you can put which how excited you are to go to the wedding magnet on each one. It's and when so they come good. over and be like, "Why do you have cross-eyed angry mad on mine?" It's like, oh, "That was just a joke. I always put the opposite of how I feel." Josh, thank you for the winter wonder soda presents. You're welcome, man. These are truly and, fantastic gifts. And I only went thirty six cents over budget. Insane. Wow, you're better than me. <laughs> okay, here we go. Now, these were sent to my address, which is private information. <laughs> you can't have it. Okay. Now, mine was outdoors, correct? The theme was outdoors. I almost got you marine biology, but I respun. Now, you could have done you could have done sand. Sand is outdoors. I could have done sand. Now, I don't know if you did or not. Oh, <laughs> a weapon. You can just <laughs> send an axe through the mail? You can't. <laughs> That was the one where I remember I was like, I texted you. I was like, I got you something that I cannot believe was available at the price point. Yeah. How much was this? $10. Okay. So what's really funny, Joe, is the first item I saw when I Googled and when I went on Amazon, I looked up Fun Kitchen. It was a a uh, sword that was a box opener or a, a letter opener or something like that. Oh, no, it was a cheese grater. It was a little sword that was a cheese grater. Yeah. And then there was an axe that was a pizza cutter. I couldn't get the axe that was a pizza cutter because it was $12. Oh. <laughs> and so you bought a real axe for less for, money. For less money than a pizza cutter. That's a Coleman axe. That's a good brand. Yeah. And now I it, the crazy part is, is that you were even supporting. You almost you still did the gay agenda one because this is. This axe is very famously, if it focuses, please. It's camp. Oh, it is camp. I have to do a spot focus. Oh, come on. It is a camp axe. Oh, fantastic. It is. You are doing the gay agenda as well. So if you walk into a room and you're like, I don't know how to progress through this room. Just try throwing your axe at a few things. Sure. Yeah. That's that's normally how I before I would do it with a machete. Yeah. But now I have dual dual options. Now I'm looking. There's a there's a book in here, yeah. and if it's the book that I think it is, Joe, you're a goddamn genius. I don't know if it is. I think we both want it to be a book that I couldn't find. Were you looking for Gary Paulson's uh, Hatchet? No, because <laughs> that would have been really funny to pair with the. Act. <laughs> it would have been so good. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Yep. Bushcraft 101, The Field Guide to the Art of Wilderness Survival. Okay, this is a very nice book. Right? 
it, the, it's bound like really nicely. Here's the weird thing. It was going to be more expensive if I got it spiral bound. Which, okay, now in a back like shit. Yeah. Okay, you know, I've I've built this diagonal lashing many a time in my Boy Scout life. One could argue that the amount of great informations and ideas in that book are plentiful <laughs> and potentially each count as their own item. Now, Joe, <laughs> I would have given it to you if you would have asked me how many pages there are, but because you didn't, I am no longer affording you that mercy. Uh, and it is still one item. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. He can't return a book page by page. I mean, have you ever tried to read a preview for a book on Amazon? It only gives you like 12 pages. Well, you can't return them for a refund. As long as over half of the book is intact and the serial number is readable, you can take it to any library and they have to give you a replacement. Wow. All right. And then there's the second package. Here's your final, your final present. I thought I clinched it, but then you got me 50 magnets, so. <laughs> oh, wait. Where does this attach to me at? <laughs> Open it up, dude. Uh, so it's a little um, olive backpack with an American flag on it, which. Yeah. One of the very American love. flags. <laughs> I love hosting the American flag on my body. Does this go on my upper arm? Uh, like, it goes on the back of your Ken doll or onto your belt. Oh, you know what? Honestly, I could strap it to my backpack. Unzip it. Oh, baby. Okay, now this is multiple items. Yeah. A bivy emergency sleeping bag. Love that for me. A glow stick. That's still gay agenda. Yep. Adjacent as well. A carabiner. Carabiner. With a nice little lock, probably yeah, not for climbing, so I know dinging points there. But you can attract your local lesbian. <laughs> okay, we are doing gay agenda. A small wallet with a multi tool in it. Yeah, it's a multi tool for your wallet. Oh, it has it has Morse code on it and how to spell SOS and to help. Yeah, dude. That's really interesting. Here this is we the go. craziest. This one was also very oh. gr great for the buck. A whistle? Yeah. Don't get raped out there. <laughs> I think there's one more thing. Oh, oh! And he flipped me off. The true <laughs> winter wonder showed <laughs> he got me the greatest gift of all, a prank. That this is honestly really like if <laughs> I know you got it because it's funny. If it didn't have the American flag, I would strap this to the back of my backpack immediately. For real, right? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's really good quality. That was $10. That's insane. It's insane that you can buy a weapon to murder and then a little thing to prevent you from getting murdered. Yeah, a little bug out bag for when you're hiding in the woods after you hatcheted somebody up. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. Nine is very admirable, especially considering you only went over budget by nine by six dollars. And I'm just a little under thirty. I mean, a little under fifty. Um, a little under fifty items. But I, <laughs> I'm I hey, I'm happy with what we got, what we've done. The, I think I'm glad that Joe, you and I both are like these are still we still bought practical items. <laughs> yeah, 
Like, I, I mean, like that, like that kit that I got you. Hey, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh shit, I don't see my dad until two weeks after Christmas, but I need to get him a present and he's a weird outdoors guy. 36 bucks, you can get him a survival book, a survival kit, and a solid axe. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Yeah. Well, and that, and to be, and, you know, Christmas, whatever, it's got its own little, like, stupid, fucking idiotic, dumb uh, traditions. Yeah. The gift giving on the Winter Wonder Show is practicality and numbers. So, exactly. Hey, happy Wonder, happy Wonder. Hey, Murphy, Murphy Winter Wondersode. Hey, Murphy Jim Bob. You know what I'm saying? Murphy Jim Bob, the patron of Winter Wondersode. Maybe he'll make an appearance next year. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Do I need to know who Murphy Jim Bob is? Murphy Jim Bob is a name I made up. If I was lying, it's a real name of the real patron saint of Winter Wondersode. Wonderful. I was just making sure it wasn't a celebrity. I wouldn't have been like, here's a real celebrity might show up next year. God. I, well, I thought you were trying to do like Murphy Bob Thornton. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I don't know if he's going to listen to this episode, but I tried to get a special guest appearance video from Kunkin being the spirit of Winter Wondersode, but he did not see my message in time. Kunkin, you're canceled, bud. I don't know what to what's going yeah. on, but... Hashtag Kunkin is over party. Hashtag hashtag Kunkin Donuts is over party. <laughs> oh man. Hashtag hey, America me... stop running on Kunkin. No run on the Kunk. Hey there, Questies. Pardon the interruption. Just wanted to pop in and wish you all a very happy winter wonder sode. Okay, that's not the only reason. It's been brought to little old me's attention that our dear hosts, Josh and Joe, have recounted that they experienced a hashtag Kunkin moment when I did not respond in time to make my appearance. So I thought I'd just come on by and, you know, pardon my name. For the accusation of missing messages does not fall onto me, but onto your very host, Joseph. However, in the non-specific holiday spirit, I'm not gonna press charges and I will scrap the retaliation video I had planned. So to everyone listening, including Joe and Josh, I hope you all have a very happy belated winter wonder sode and a good rest of your year. All Here's right. The thing. I got winter wonder sode, all sorts of things. And I thought before in this back half of the first half, so second quarter, I was do I wanted to do a fun game with you, Josh, where I would look up Christmas winter items and look at their lowest reviews and see if you could guess them. And I okay. thought I know what a great one will be. Elf bowling for the Game Boy Advance. Okay. Remember elf bowling? Remember that phenomenon? I don't think so. Look up elf bowling on your big internet computer of wisdom and knowledge. Oh, I don't have internet. I'm I'm just streaming to you entirely on the hopes and dreams of Winter Wondersode. Oh, it's a direct connection. I understand. Yeah, Elf Bowling is a bowling video game. Okay, I did. Donkey just talk about this? Maybe everybody's dad had Elf Bowling on their computer. You you were you were Santa and you bowled. Yeah, knocked elves over. I remember the Santa sucks sign. Yeah, for I want you to know that they are currently selling it for for um. Windows XP, you can buy okay. the disc for Windows XP still on Amazon. 
but they ported it to the Nintendo DS, and I went, there's 13 reviews, right? Okay. That's the not four, a lot. No, the four-star reviews are things, and five are like, Pam, Pam Hollingshead. Funny game. Love it. Josh Perfect Turner. review. Super happy fun time game. Super number one toy. Okay. But then Y2K fan. One star review. And this is the segment now. I got to read you these reviews. We got to talk about it. Wonderful. I was just displaying my axe. I'm so glad you like your axe. Is it hefty? Is it got a good heft to it? It no, it it feels like an actual like I could do some damage. I maybe you can use it to hack off that proud boy's fucking flag. <laughs> this is an entirely different podcast now. <laughs> wearing a wearing a Mensa cap, the American flag makes really makes the Mensa cap feel unironic. Oh man. An out of context picture of this is a very good thing that I now have. Oh, boy. oh, and this is green. You can chroma key this out and make some silly edits with it. Oh my god, what's that? It's an American ball sack. <laughs> so, Y two K fan, uh, guys, elf bowling is like the, it was crude. The elves would pull their pants down and moon Santa, and they'd be like, "You can't." You can't bowl me over, fatso. And it would be like crazy good 2004 goodness. Yeah. On January 10th, 2006, Y2K fan wrote the following. Ignition Entertainment wants to steal your money. Okay. Please. Whatever you do, don't buy this game. I had no intention of reviewing this game until I noticed that it was actually in the top selling games for the DS albeit within the top 100, but that's besides the point regarding such filth as this. It's $20. Sounds cheap, right? Looks kind of funny, right? Elf bowling! You knock down elves! How hilarious! Okay, now that you've smiled, or perhaps not, at the thought of knocking down elves mimicking bowling pins, there's absolutely no reason for you or your mom or something resembling a person with a heartbeat to buy this. The two games on here, Bowling and Shuffleboard, resemble poorly made PC shareware circa 1992, because that's pretty much what they are. That Google is- Elf Bowling. There. Play the two games included in this $20 compilation for free. Kind of glad you didn't pay anything for such a mildly amusing, fun for five minutes at best triviality, huh? 38 people found this helpful. Interesting. So he was, he was right. It is from the nineties. Why is he so upset? (laughs) I have no idea. Why is he like, man, this candy cane tastes a lot like peppermint. Well, just wait till you find out, go down to your local store, buy some peppermint, suck on that. You ain't got to get no candy cane. You're trying trying to to steal your money. They're trying to trick you with this long J shape. No, no, no. Can't put that whole thing in your mouth. You can't put that whole thing in your mouth even if you try real hard. Okay, I'm currently playing Elves Bowling on one screen. And okay. I'll let you know I'll let you know how my first bowl goes. This is from Maniac ten seventy five, December fourteenth, two thousand nine. 
For a child, this game might seem okay. But being someone who checked this out because I thought the PC version was fun, this is a really poor excuse for a game that is just a really cheap clone that lacks in options, replay value, and fun. What's even worse? The Nintendo DS version is a clone of the Game Boy Advance version. Yeah, that's how... bother to upgrade any options or features, and most importantly, the graphics. So why even bother? <laughs> you only get two games to play here. One is Elf Bowling, where you control Santa to bowl over ten elves as the pins. They say a couple of cheeky things, but that's not enough of them to keep you get from getting annoyed at hearing the same thing repeated over and over again. I had not even completed one round yet before I was bored of it. There is no real skill to the throwing, the bowling ball technique, and it doesn't even involve the stylus. You can tap the screen to shoot, but you may as well save the little amount of effort that takes just to hit the A button. Why is why are people so angry at this game? <laughs> you have to watch the gutter cleaner drop down to clean up the remaining elves. And you can't just hit a button to skip it and have your next bowl. Even though it may only be a second or two, after a while it just slows the whole pace down. Then <laughs> there's the music. There is none. You just have to listen to silence until you complete your shot. The other game is basically backgammon. If you see how far you could toss an elf down the alley, the further you go, the more points you'll get for it. There are no options, no bonuses to unlock, no power-up throws, no nothing to keep you coming back for more. For the lack of effort put into this, you would think it was a decent little minigame contained in some other game. I, for one, am glad I did not actually pay money for this game, as anything more than a dollar would seem like a complete ripoff. I certainly hope that Amazon's price of $114 what? is a mistake, as the whole thing is not worth 114 cents. I believe in the past it was harder to purchase. It is currently listed at $32. Okay. I mean, yeah, 114 was that was during the big, like, everybody needed to, like, it was on everybody's wish list in 2009. Now, this is from May 9th, 2015, and it's the longest review. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I want you to hear. If you thought Activision cranking out absurdly priced releases of Angry Birds and Cut the Rope was bad, you've likely never known or have forgotten about Elf Bowling. Activision does Angry Birds? Apparently they made those games. Perhaps the immediate bashing on this title wouldn't have been the least wouldn't have been at least as instant if the games were good. Unfortunately, elf bowling is about as basic as a bowling game can get. Decorated with a sense of humor that only little kids will find funny. Hee hee, look at their butts! How justifiably hilarious! <laughs> justifiably? Yeah. <laughs> Difficulty is non-existent. Elves in Paradise, Elf Bowling 2, is a little more involved. <laughs> they made a sequel! <laughs> oh, they made seven Elf Bowling games and two movies. Movies? <laughs> movies, bud. Yeah, so I, I just I thought we had to bring that up. The elf the elf bowling movies. I wonder if I can find a plot synopsis. I mean, what what I don't understand how you could like make this into a, a movie. What's the 
Like, I guess they made Battleship into a movie. So if they can do that. Elf Bowling the movie. It's called Elf Bowling the movie. The Great North Pole Elf Strike. Oh, it's a strike. Workers' rights. I love that. Santa and his brother Dingle as a couple of pirates? Dingle claws? That's where the fun begins in this madcap adventure where Santa must go to Fiji and retrieve the elves kidnapped by Dingle and save Christmas. So I feel like Dingle Claws is like, that's like a little kid trying to figure out a way to like not have to wipe his ass after shitting. Like, nope, there's a Dingle Claws that if there's a little bit (laughs) hanging there. If you kill a Dingle, you become Dingle. (laughs) That's right. What's up? What? What do you, what is it called when you bowl three strikes in a row in elf bowling? Uh, it's called an it's called a r- reindeer. Well, I just got a reindeer, Joe. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Listen, that person who said this game is easy, it's not. It's it's pretty hard. If I do it's say so myself, it's a hard game for pro gamers. Okay, I just finished up my first round. Um, I I. I think I did okay. Uh, I bowled a gentleman's 149. That's half of max. Here's a question. Yeah. If you say I bowled a gentleman's or I did a gentleman's of anything. Yeah. Is that just a clever way of being like, I didn't do well, but I'd like to dress it up a little bit. That's how I use it. <laughs> I golfed a gentleman's 20. And I... <laughs> I, I do. That's one of my favorite bits is saying like a gentleman's blank whenever I do shit. It's good. <laughs> like I got into a gentleman's four car accidents. <laughs> hey, did you finish the uh, spreadsheets we needed by Friday? Well, I did a gentleman's two of them. <laughs> and I think you'll find that they are a gentleman's half finished. And um, we're going to go. go Take a and gentleman's ad break. Bye. <laughs> Elf bowling. What a blast from the plast. What a blast from my plastic surgeon's ass. And we're back. And that's right. We tricked Joe into admitting that he got plastic surgery to look more like John Mayer. Joe, why did you do that? There's a rat playing the guitar underneath his hat. <laughs> well, John Mayer is a guy that people used to want to sleep with. But now he's pretty creepy and he's old. Oh, but I think, but I think, but I think some people still want to fuck John Mayer. So I had my face changed. Have my face changed into the face of John Mayer. It's a deep, dark truth of mine. But it's that time of year, it's that winter wander so time. Where we explain our deepest, darkest secrets. Because that's the true meaning of winter wander so. Beautiful. We have a theme. So we have now decided a theme song. The meaning of... And what was the other thing we decided of of the winter wonder show? Oh, that the gift giving is practical and yes. mo- and a lot of <laughs> these are the rules. We're 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 doing this on the fly. 
Next year, you have to share a dark truth about yourself. Oh, I'll do it right now. All right. So your dark truth was that you used plastic surgery magic to look more like John Mayer because you wanted to get laid. Yep. Mayer. My dark secret. Yeah, because he lives in Ladesville now. The city of Ladesville. Um, let's see here. My deep dark secret. I'm not stalling. You're stalling. I wanted to bring this up. I that you are Joseph Stalin, and that's something that I think people are <laughs> ready to hear and ready for you to admit. So the I'm surprised people didn't put two and two together because we both have a mustache. That's the big giveaway for me, but I didn't want yeah. to say it. So, and that's kind of all he's known for is that he had a mustache. So I am Joseph Stark. Like, you know how there's like the memes of like the queen died and was reborn. Yeah. Or like Princess Diana is really um, in BTS. Yeah. Yeah. I, when Joseph Stalin kicked it, he his kindred spirit decided, hey, white guy in middle Illinois. <laughs> That's my next move. <laughs> I tried being a leader of a nation. Let's start a podcast at the age of 27. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're a charismatic leader. You've committed horrible war crimes with your power. Um, and the mustache. And the mustache is the big one. <laughs> yeah. It always follows me. It's like that movie, It Follows, but it's just the mustache. And people always forget to list you when they're listing people that we should probably have big problems with. They're always like, Hitler, Saddam Hussein. And I'm always like, Josh Iceman. Yeah. What about you? What about Josh? He's Joseph, he's Joseph Stalin. Have you read his tweets? <laughs> uh, who has? <laughs> Just okay. kidding. You are way better at Twitter than I am. Uh, so, yeah, that was not in the spirit of the Winter Wonder Show, Joe. I'm gonna. We're gonna cut this right now. Hey, bud. Hey. Yeah. Um, I am taking back the. I'm canceling the transaction of all of the thousands of thousands of dollars that we made and I was giving you. I'm docking you until oh. you decide to behave on the air. I first of all, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like we were in a joking space, right? So I feel oh. like I was acting within the space. Uh, yeah. So uh, I know Joe that you forget things. Um. First of all, that's like that's I'm nerd I'm neurodivergent and we've talked about this. When we also talked about how the one thing that's off limits is my Twitter. Yeah, off limits for being funny. Hey Joe, I famously have documented all of my best tweets in case Elon takes it too south. And tell me, give me your review on this one. All right. Oh, is this the annual reviewing of the tweets? Yes, this is of course what happens on every Winter Wonder Zone is that we review a tweet that we think should have done good. Uh, I'll one, two. Every come is eight once of a sneeze. <laughs> eight, eight once? Because you or, have you ever heard the saying of a sneeze is one eighth of a come? Yeah. So oh. <laughs> every come is eight once of a sneeze. It's pretty That's good. That's really good. <laughs> I like that a lot. Eight once is a very fun fun word to say. Eight once is really good. How about the time I just uh, tweeted a picture of balding Elon Musk five times in a row? Yeah, that wasn't that was something you tweeted. Yeah, 
All right, we're um, gonna cut. We're gonna cut. They all gonna... got. They all got likes. <laughs> what a metric! <laughs> <laughs> they all got some engagement. <laughs> That's so funny. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, how many likes my come eight once of a sneeze had? Uh, thirty-seven. Mm. Tweeted that exactly eleven months ago to the day. Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy. Of course, on the Winter Wonder Sode, one month is thrown out the window. And so birthdays is every 11 months. Exactly. All right, Joe. What I hear is that we asked the Boneheads for a little help for the next segment. We asked the Boneheads, the wonderful Boneheads, and they provided us with free labor. Less than free. They paid us to do the labor. They paid us <laughs> to do the work. And that's what I like about capitalism, baby. That's what I call taxes. Hi, By I'm way, Joseph Stalin. Here's a winter wonder sode housekeeping. We're, we're apparently you have to, we would have to pay Patreon to put official stretch goals on Insane. our Patreon. Insane. So we're just going to tell you, Josh, what happens if we hit 120 Patreon subs? At the request of a bonehead, if we hit 100 in patrons, what we will do is do a power hour for 60 minutes, which is a shot of beer every minute for 60 minutes. And Joe and I will each list off one of the first 120 patrons. Therefore, in the hour, all 120 patrons will be named. And that will be a fun little Patreon exclusive episode. Yes, we're going to get really fucking drunk for you. And then 80 more and I get a literal permanent tattoo on my thigh. That's right. 200, we both get fridge pod tattoos. Exactly. Uh, 500? We'll kiss. What? Hang on, Joe. (laughs) That was not discussed. I thought that was for 600. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. You're right. Keep them guessing. Keep them waiting. Five hundred. You know what we'll do, Joe? We'll end the fucking show. So don't what? get us there. <laughs> no, keep us at four ninety nine, though. Keep us humble. <laughs> I will say, hey, here's a here's a little winter wonder so nugget of wisdom. Uh, the the more boneheads we have, the easier it would be to visit each other and actually meet. That's true. Uh, and of course, that's another tradition is winter wonder. So you get little nuggets of wisdom. My nugget of wisdom is get a bidet. I got a bidet. I ordered Ludwig Ogren's, uh bidet called Swipe. It's only, I think it's $50, $60. Great. Changed my life. I've had it for two days. It's It's been amazing. I can't, can't suggest them enough. Everybody done thinking about Josh's cold, wet butthole? The thing is, you would, it hits the balls a lot, <laughs> Oh, I know. I used to have a bidet, and then my bidet moved out. It was well. It was my roommate. It was more than a bidet, but he definitely brought a bidet and installed the bidet. And then when he left, he, I tried so hard to make him forget that he had that bidet in here. Yeah, I had. I used to live with three roommates: uh, fifty-five inch plasma bidet and leftovers. Two days after he goes to a restaurant, they were Great all roommates. from the house of uh, the brave little toaster. So they were sentient. <laughs> they could pay money. They were sentient and they could pay money. Don't know what they did for work. No. Is that a weirder pull than Skylander Swap Force last week? No, people know what what Brave Little Toaster is. (laughs) Okay, well, this is a segment, a wonderful segment, a segment that I'm calling Jingle Hell. 
Hang There's on one no second. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Jingle on. hell. There we go. I asked. I couldn't think of any Christmas songs. Um, That's now that, now that we're celebrating Christmas. This is yeah. the Winter Wonder Show, right? But I did ask uh, the wonderful Boneheads if they could list off some of their favorite winter songs, and I have taken those songs. I have distilled their plot and turned them into the most upsetting way you could describe the song. And I will now be reading that horrible description to Josh and seeing if Josh can guess them. Two notes. One first note. My mom's a bonehead. She had the doggest shittest of takes. She said her favorite song is Christmas Shoes. Christmas Shoes. (laughs) Angel, what are you doing? You want to be sad? Is that what's going on? Number two, get my wife a present, but the shoes came from the Lord. Number two, I don't foot lettuce. (laughs) Number two, Burger King foot lettuce. The The worst thing about Winter Wonder Show is Joe's incessant cutting into Josh's speaking. That's an all year event. Um, (laughs) Hey, Josh, can we? Can we? I'm going to cut this. Hey, I I like I'm sen- I understand that like I interject. I'm sensitive to that. <laughs> Hang on. Joe, are we actually cutting this? <laughs> this, is, this is a bit. This is okay. A bit. Okay. Was I too sincere? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's, that's like, a winter wonderstone tradition. Make Josh feel bad. <laughs> I was like I was just confused. I was like you referenced you cutting me. <laughs> I was going to let it slide. <laughs> you were like, hey, don't mention the hat. <laughs> Crazy hat, though. <laughs> so um, I don't know Christmas songs. I first heard Christmas shoes for the first time last year. So I hope I know some of these songs. All right. Well, Josh, I'm going to. This is Jingle Hell. I'm going to read these horrible descriptions of Christmas songs, and you have to see if you can figure out what song I'm talking about. Gotcha. Okay. A deformed outcast must prove his worth to both peers and his capitalist overlord. Okay, so this is um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ding, 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 ding. That was the easiest one. Dude was trying to call in sick, and Santa said, you ain't got rights. <laughs> Come on, we're a family over here. <laughs> Dom Toretto? Dom Toretto is a, un- is a union buster. <laughs> we're a you family. Can't do that. We're family. <laughs> we- what? You could use that $500 on a PlayStation 5. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. Why would you send union dues when you could be with your family? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Lucky I'm a family guy. Dom Toretto is in Quohog. Quohog? Yeah. Too Fat Man, Too Furious? <laughs> All right. A group of unattended children force life into existence only for their creation to be instantly aware of its own mortality and imminent demise. That one is crazy. I think that one goes up. So obviously this is Frosty the Snowman. That one yeah. also goes up with like... um. This isn't a winter song, but Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and there, you heard people who were like, 
there's nothing that says Humpty Dumpty was actually an egg. Right. It could just be a man who died. <laughs> we can rebuild him. Faster. Better. Egger. <laughs> and that's uh, no yoke. <laughs> uh that is very like Frosty comes alive. He's like, I have 24 hours to do whatever I want, and you're not gonna let me fuck Lady Snowman or Men Snowman. I inserted my own my own wants and desires into the bit a little bit too much. He's like, Okay, guys, the sun's beating down on us, <laughs> but we've only got 24 hours. I need you to get me to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Just the fucking the the 24, like dude. Dude, dude, we've got to make it with withdrawal. <laughs> I love how it's Tigger for some reason. <laughs> no, Tigger. I just put that in. T.I. double gutter. That's the wonderful thing about someone. Tigger. Someone quick. Who's the oldest? Make me a snow penis. I've only got a matter of time to get to the brothel. <laughs> Who? I feel like. I like put the, the bit. put the carrot down there. Put the <laughs> carrot down there. I like the bit, Joe. Can I make an amendment to the bit? Maybe instead of who's the oldest, change it to who's eighteen. <laughs> 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 because who's the oldest doesn't solve legality issues. Yeah, I know this is a, all a very fucked up situation. <laughs> to be fair, Frosty is zero. To be fair, no, no snowballs. I don't want kids. <laughs> I, I need a frostectomy. <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Michael Keaton from Snow Dad. Um. Uh, Remember Snow Dad? No. no, that movie's not called Snow Dad. That movie's called Jack Frost. Ah, Jack Frost. Yes, I do know that one. But it's about a dad who turns into a snowman, so I've always thought it would be better suited as being called Snow Dad. <laughs> no, but Jack Frost has has like pull. People kn- know Jack Frost as a reference, <laughs> I guess. But do you, you know can't what the like, song is? <laughs> What's that? I said maybe, but do you know what this song is? Oh, sure. A sinister family delights in the untimely demise of their matriarch, who drunkenly wanders into the snow. Only to find a brutal death waiting for her. This was my favorite. Speaking of elementary school uh, memories, this is my favorite Christmas song in third grade. Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. She straight up dies. And the dad, the grandfather starts drinking. She's drunk. She goes outside, dies. The grandfather starts drinking and they're they're all mourning on Christmas Day. And there's a movie about it. They never said the grandma wasn't an egg. So... Okay. Okay. I I truly think this one will be the hardest one for you. Okay. The ultimate gruesome showcase of love. A vital organ is gifted only to be carelessly regifted. Uh it's um uh last Christmas I gave you my heart ah. and the very next day you gave it away. We really have to stop. <laughs> I love that movie. Legally, we have to stop. No, Last Christmas, starring the incomparable Crunk. gentlemen's um, fuck Amelia Clark. Yeah, you ever see it? No, 
It is a movie called Last Christmas where Amelia Clark of Daenerys Targaryen fame um, needs to, she works at a Christmas ornament selling store and she meets a homeless person. Wait, is this the one where she... Yeah. Hey, whoa, 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 Yikes. That's bleeped. Um, and hey, boy, we're talking about anything related to Game of Thrones. We spoil it. When I tell you, Joe, that for 80% of the movie, I didn't see co- it coming, that uh, the lyrics of Last Christmas I Gave Me Your Heart, that that dude died and now she has his heart in, his, in her body because she got a heart transplant. I that's was like, ah. Wild. George Michaels really, he really got me with that one. Really, really whammed you on that. Yeah. Wham Christmas. I whammed you my wham. Do you, do you, do you prefer to have a Christmas worky or Christmas wham? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a work. I think, I, I think I prefer a worky, but we're a wham family. Whamly. You prefer a worky. Interesting. Oh, I you always prefer coast. a worky. That's crazy to me. Well, you're not me, Josh. And what's the next song, Joe? I'm on a There's roll. no more. Wow. Okay. So I was fearing that it was gonna be like, it was gonna be like, um, I mean, I guess, I guess, Last Christmas by uh, George Michaels is like there. I thought you're gonna pull like, um, like all I want for Christmas is you type B. You know what I mean? I couldn't make them creepy. Yeah, that's fair. And a what's lot the of one? Christmas songs boil down to stocking, like not stockings, but like stocking. Right, like the or like the I really can't stay. Baby, Baby it's I'm going outside. to kiss you now. I'm going to kiss you now. Force my kiss on your cheek. Please don't do that. No, I wrote the song for this reason. <laughs> okay, wow. here's the deal. Ad- Adina Menzel and Michael Bublé covered Baby It's Cold Outside. I am rushing to never hear that. Adele Dazeem? Uh, the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. Boy, we're getting all Look, the everybody, get me. I got to get to Adele Dazeem. <laughs> I gotta present at the awards show. Elsa's the only person who can save me now. Oh, whoa! There's a movie there. Is that how Josh Gad came to life? I think that Olaf is Jack Frost's cousin, and Jack Frost is old college buddies with Frosty. Hmm. And so Jack Frost has no no real connection to Olaf. I mean, fuck. See, I messed up, and I tried to fix it, then I messed up again. Yeah. Frosty is Frosty um, when he goes to town himself calls it Jack Frost. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna give my oh, Frosty the blow, man. <laughs> We're gonna go elf blowing. <laughs> <laughs> That's just an anagram of bowling. <laughs> okay. Now, listen, I didn't dress up like Neil, the stepdad from the Santa Claus movie, for nothing. Okay. This is the most important game we've ever played on the podcast to date. Wonderful. I'm going to give you a series of quotes. I need you to tell me if these quotes are from Tim Allen, the human man, or Scott Calvin, his character from the Santa Claus. In a little game, I'm calling... I'm a huge Tim Allen fan, and so... If I don't get this, I will be very upset. Now, is this is this Tim Allen 
himself saying it or is this also potentially like Tim the Toolman Taylor quote? These are things that Tim Allen, the real actor Tim Allen, yeah. said these words as himself or did Scott Calvin, his character in Santa Claus, say them? And we should all let the air be clear that Tim Allen is a bad person. If you didn't know, you'll maybe you'll find out. What if they're all like, okay, who said it? I'm going to donate my entire net worth to charity. <laughs> okay. We're like, boo, charity, boo. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the first one. Timothy Allen Dick is his name. Known professionally as Tim Allen. Continue. His last name is Dick. Stop Googling him because I don't want you to see any of these quotes. I, I, I just knew that. I'm a big Tim Allen fan. What can I say? You, you stared off into the middle distance. And you, didn't. <laughs> you know, people look to the right when they're making stuff up and the left when they're remembering Google exists. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are you talking about? Everyone likes Denny's. It's an American institution. Oh, fuck. Okay. Now, this could be a cheesy early 2000s ad placement. In the movie, this is only Santa Claus, right? Santa Claus or Tim Allen? Santa Claus, the first one. Okay. Tim Allen, the second. Okay, so I could see that as being like a really cheesy, like Denny's home run slammer, or which, hey, Denny's gets too much slack. I love fucking Denny's; it's really good. Um, fuck, or it could just be Tim Allen like needing cash and being like, "I love Denny's, that place. I will never fucking step foot in because I'm a celebrity." I'm gonna go with it was the movie. It was. It was Scott Calvin from the movie The Santa Claus. Scott Calvin. Okay. Yeah. You get beat up if you don't believe what everyone believes. This is like 1930s Germany. <laughs> okay. So this is obviously him to the oldest elf, the teenage heartthrob with the jerry curls. Um, no, this is obviously Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah. To Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> oh, this was on a talk show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to which Jimmy Kimmel replied, I'm not attacking you, man. Oh, Jimmy took it personally. Wow. Yeah. What was the uh, context? Tim Allen, the context? Mm -hmm. Oh, Tim Allen was talking about how he was at Trump's inauguration. <laughs> okay. Just like in Nazi Germany. Just like in Nazi Germany. I'm in big trouble. Uh, Tim Allen doesn't have self-awareness. This is from the movie. This is when he You're kills right. Santa Claus. That is Scott Calvin. That was not Tim Allen after he was arrested for having 1.5 pounds of cocaine on him, which he uh, ratted out his accomplices in order to get a reduced sentence. Nor is it in 2007 when uh, Tim Allen was pulled over for a DUI. A gentleman's 1.5 pounds of cocaine, Joe. Uh, you're right. You're right. <clears throat> was the DUI cocaine? Do we know this? Uh, no, this was this was separate. Okay. Okay. I, saying Merry Christmas to all has suddenly become problematic. How funny would this be if this was the Santa Claus? <laughs> Scott Calvin in the in the fucking final scene when everyone's getting the feel good is just like, I'm Santa and I can't even say Merry Christmas anymore. I this is Tim Allen. This is. So I, I did lie. This is actually from the newest TV season of the Santa Clauses. This is Scott Calvin saying this in character as Santa to an elf in the new Disney Plus series, the Santa Clauses, saying Merry Christmas to all has suddenly become problematic. Wow. Wow. 74% of 
of Google users liked that TV show. That's crazy. Yeah. It's on Disney. <laughs> How did Tim Allen get a fucking show on Disney? I don't know. Oh, but they, I do know that they renewed it for a second season already. That's insane. And did he's coming back. I truly thought this was like a send off. Apparently he's back. Executive producing and starring in season two of the Santa Clauses next year. Did they not learn when uh, when fucking he had his Fox show that was dog shit? Hey, here's a question for you. Who said this? When I wake up, I'm getting a CAT scan. The Last Man Standing ran for nine seasons. Um, that's Santa Claus, uh, Scott Calvin. That is Scott Calvin. That is Scott Calvin. Who said this? It's a frightening view from there because there's nothing left. It's a gorgeous feeling, but if you don't like looking down, which I don't, there's no place to look. That is Tim Allen when talking about being at the tippy top of Hollywood. That is. Did you just look up that article on the computer just a minute ago? No, man. I'm, I literally have Googled Tim Allen Fox show. I'm just a, I'm a big Tim head. <laughs> okay. Then no. Uh, was that which... real? That was him talking about what it was like to be a celebrity? That was him in, in 1997 talking about currently being at the top. What a fucking pompous asshole. Who said this? Do Wokies have a clubhouse in someone's backyard or maybe a cute yet safe playpen somewhere? That is that is um, Scott Calvin in the Santa Clauses. Yeah, no, that was Tim <laughs> Allen. Who calls them Wokies? I don't know. Conservatives don't know. love finding the, the dumbest words to say instead of black. <laughs> who said who said this one? The N word is only offensive if you have ill intent. If I show no intent, if I'm clearly not a racist, then how can literally the n-word be bad coming out of my mouth this was in the same interview where he's talking about being on top <laughs> tim allen in 2013 boy 2013 was that yeah. like post a mel gibson thing or something uh that was him defending his use of the n-word in stand-up and coming to the defense of paula dean Oh, I didn't I didn't hear about the Paula Deen bomb. Oh, Paula Deen got canceled for saying the N-word a bunch. Wow. Now, who said this, Josh? Wait, I'm sorry. I was thinking of Paula Abdul, not Paula Deen. I remember the Paula Deen stuff. Oh. That's not very ladylike. Okay, that is Scott Calvin. That is um, to um, the female elf who was bussing it down sexual style. It is Scott Calvin. You certainly know your movie. Final one. <laughs> okay. And you know what? I got to do it sometimes. I got to explain, which I hate, in big arenas. And that's the thought police thing that I don't like. But when I use these words, this is my intent behind those words. So as long as you know my intent, I still get people saying, just don't say it. Just don't say the N-word. And I said, <laughs> I'm not going to listen to any of that. Man, he really wants to say the N-word. And he does. That was Tim Allen in 2019. That's 2019? On the on the view. On the view? Yeah. Aren't two of the hosts black? One of the one of one of the other hosts was like, if I kept saying the N-word, I they'd pack me up and ship me out. 
which is a, a weird way of saying I used to say it a lot. Yeah, that's that's a weird way of saying that, like, they kicked my ass. <laughs> so yeah. I stopped saying, which is good. That's not Thaw's policing, by the way. That's word policing. And sometimes it's good. <laughs> so that was a game where we decide who said it, Scott Calvin or Tim Allen. I love that, Joe. Wonderful work. Wonderful work putting that together. Thank you. Now, hey. Thanks for playing. You are. <laughs> I'm done. Happy Winter Wondersode, man. What a Happy Winter Wondersode, homie. Now, now we do have a Winter Wondersode holiday party to get to. Office yeah, party yeah. right after this over in the Boneheads that you're going to be joining us on. So that's Do you think my sexy body is going to be workplace appropriate? Uh well, you got it at a work event, so legally. That's true. It wasn't harassment. My boss gave it to me. Yeah. H H <laughs> You are also the HRs, the head of HR, so. Oh, thank you for <laughs> When Josh and I went to business together, mm-hmm. he said, your role is co-host. And also, can you be the head of the HR department? <laughs> and I was like, sure. But when I get uncomfortable, I don't know if I can trust myself to talk to myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that HR is pretty close with the boss. That's right. <laughs> hey, Joe said some really mean things to me in the mirror this morning. Uh, I don't <laughs> Hey, um, I don't know if we need to address this, but Joe's been like masturbating in his workspace. <laughs> Joe, ask the dang question. Hey, do you think after this winter wonder sode, we're better winter wonder friends? Uh, I think it would be impossible to not be better winter wonder friends after this. The first annual winter wonder sode. Winter wonder sode. Wappy Marath. Damn it. Murphy. Murphy Wondersode, everyone. Patreon.com slash FRJJPod. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.